and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Obama! Ah! (laughs) He's gone. As is, we're recording while he's still president. I know, but... I, he's I'm, my president. He'll always be my president. <laughs> I'm trying to think future tenses. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what's good? The orange menace is being sworn in in a couple days. But, this is unprecedented. But he's n- Obama's not going nowhere. Dude, it's twenty. Uh. It's it's less than 48 hours from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I, I just got like a little sinking feeling in my stomach. I know we're gonna have well, to release this one quick. Oy. I just I just got one quick. Let's, ju- let's just be extra careful to try not to peek it. Yeah, and so we can release this one ASAP. Gotcha. Before we can't release any more. Because <laughs> freedom of the press will be. Don't fuck up. Don't make Dan spend hours and hours and hours editing. Uh huh. Welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. I'm Dan Ellis. I'm Ryan Duffy. Hi, I'm. Uh, ha, thanks for having me back to this <laughs> studio, guys. Yeah, we got we had another guest this week. It's uh, shy Matt. It's timid Matt. Thank, thank you for coming back to the studio this evening, Mister uh, Mister Mister Revolution. I've been away training with the uh, NPR crowd, and uh, so I think I've chilled out a little bit. Oh, so that's lovely. Yeah, I'm I'm very glad that you could join us again. That's 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 thank wonderful. You. Thank you. And what Great you put, news. And what do you put in your balls, Mister Schweddy? Um, well, a lot of salt. A lot of salt goes in there. Um, Some vinegar. Ah. Yeah, sometimes. Um, and I like to add, I, I like to use the coarse sea salt to oh, give okay. it a little bit of a crunch and a, and a nice mouthfeel. Your sweaty balls sound yes. nice. I like, I like a nice, I like a nice feel of some, some crunchy balls in yeah. my mouth. Luckily, that guy will be around all year, not on this show, <laughs> but on Saturday Night Live. Mr. Baldwin. Donald Trump. You know what I'm really curious about with Donald Trump this upcoming Friday or this last Friday, depending on when you hear everything, this? Everything. Everything. You have to be curious about everything. Like, you don't know what the fuck he's going to do because he's the most unpredictable president true, ever. True. But he claims, and his people are backing him up on this, that he wrote his own speech. Horse shit. They they took a photo of him in his billion dollar room holding writing a pen, it, holding a pen, <laughs> saying, "I'm writing." Was he at a computer or was it like like pen and paper? Writing? Because because oh, computers, you don't understand them, you can't trust them. He doesn't want his speech hacked. You could, the Russians could hack in a and see how see how illiterate I am. Yeah. So easy, a five year old could do it. <laughs> this is episode 140. Today is Wednesday, January 18th. Yeah. Two days before Meg's birthday and the swearing-in of the Cheeto Jesus. Dun, dun, dun. Apocalypse 27. Not looking forward to that shit, man. 
Mm-mm. freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there are six different U.S. intelligence agencies who were investigating him before yeah. the do- the leaked dossier. They stuff. said back in like two thousand. I think they said it started in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, un- the investigation. It's fucking on the ties to Russia sending money to the U.S. How, to people and to him. How can he even be considered eligible? You know, let alone get the presidency. Uh, I don't know, but apparently it's... there's a Christian who listens to our show occasionally and yeah. wants to come on and talk to us about it. So we're going to let him come on. Yeah. We were hoping to have him on tonight, but we didn't get his email until he was that yesterday. I only yeah, saw he it emailed yes, us yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And sent a reply and said, sure, we'd love to have you on the show. He, he claims to be a theist, a white male who is neither sexist. He, he, he claims to not be sexist, bigoted, xenophobic. Did he say homophobic? Not homophobic? Uh, I can bring the email. I don't know if he, I don't I don't know if he it either way. Maybe he did. But, but that but, he voted Trump. But basically, for a long list of the reasons why we think Donald Trump is a terrible human being and this, and you know, that you must be at least one of these things in order to have voted mm-hmm. for him, he's claiming that he is none of these things. Yeah, he's trying to say that he voted for Trump other than any of those for something other than any of those reasons. Yeah. And I am honestly curious to know what that reason would be. So, uh, well, I bet you one of them comes back in. One of them comes back in. One of the things he negates will come back up later as being a reason in some form. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah. Well, and he's, I think I think that's knocking. I think that's the big problem is that these people these people don't, <laughs> they don't yeah. want to admit to themselves that they are sexist or racist or homophobic well, m- or xenophobic. Most, well, most of Trump- I'm, I'm not xenophobic. I just don't like people from other countries. Mm-hmm. Most, not- most of them didn't even admit they voted for They were ashamed to admit it. That's why the exit polling was so fucking skewed. Yeah. And that's where you also get with people that say, I, I have nothing against homosexuals. I just don't think they should be allowed to marry and that they're very dirty. And I just, <laughs> they're very but, dirty. But I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> they just shouldn't be allowed to get married or do anything in public. Shouldn't. I was, I was listening to an episode of uh, the David Pakman show earlier today. And he was talking to somebody who <laughs> he was talking to somebody who said that they voted for Donald Trump because they're excited about what he's going to do as president. And David Pakman said, well, what, what is it that you think he's going to do? And they said, well, I'm not sure because, you know, he's said a bunch of things, but he's changed his mind on some of those. And he said, so what do you trust them to do? What do you trust him to yeah. do? He's like, well, I don't trust him to do anything, but I'm excited about the prospect. And he's like, so <laughs> you're excited about what he's going to do, but you don't know what he's going to do. How can you be excited about something you don't know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm excited that I don't know what this guy with the nuclear codes is going to do. Well, that's like what I was saying a while ago or a couple of weeks ago. Um, so many people are like, well, yeah, but, you know, you, they're like, well, I voted for Trump. And you bring up all these reasons why that's a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> and then they go, well, he could surprise you. And it's like, why would you vote? Why would you vote for him when there's a perfectly yeah. good not him running? Yeah. Vote for the person you know won't be Trump. I didn't want to crack a jackbox. Yeah, I don't I don't want to have to be surprised that he did something good. Right. Yeah, because most times in a cracker jackbox you get shit. I want to be able to expect that I know that the person I voted for is going to do good things. Yeah. Not that I would be surprised when they do them. That's fucking stupid. Yep. So yeah. That's yeah, why anyway. we voted for Hillary. She would have been a little more predictable. Yeah, there's not, some not things a little bit, might, a lot, yeah. like <laughs> infinitely more predictable. Well, yeah. yeah, 
but I mean, there there are things that she has done that we I know I disagree with. I don't like I didn't like you know how buddy buddy she is with Wall Street and big business and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I think we can probably all agree, like yeah, that was like uh, too hawkish. But Trump is also a big buddy with Wall Street and big oh, business. He's he's, he's, he's the best buddiest of Wall Street. He, he yeah. is big business, and his he brought on four people from Goldman Sachs, and he's a shit ton more hawkish than oh, Hillary yeah. Clinton. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. At least Hillary's when she, her response when they asked what about going to war, she's like, "Well, we would evaluate it, and we would try to do you know dignified things and try to talk and communicate. But if it doesn't work, and we have to, if it's a last resort, yeah, we'll go to war. But I don't. We'll try to avoid it at all costs. It's interesting too that you know one of the one of the knocks on female leadership or politicians, judges, police officers, so forth, is that. Well, they're just far too emotional and unstable and unpredictable, right? <laughs> and yet here we have the most not-those-things female of all time running against the most-those-things yeah. male of all time. And yet we still pick the male. Yeah, like I heard someone the other day yeah. complaining like, did you see Hillary the other day? She was just hanging out with Jay-Z pretending she's all cool and shit. It's like, you didn't see Donald Trump hanging out with, I can't remember the rapper. Kanye. Kanye, because he's all cool and shit. And then he just because uh, Kanye wants fucking money, mm-hmm. yeah. And then who did he put on for to help Ben Carson, uh, the game show host? Uh, he's a black guy, oh, um, comedian, uh, Steve Harvey. Steve yeah. Harvey. He put on Steve Harvey to help that out. Douchebag. And he's uber religious and a little racist. And correct me if I'm wrong, I. But hasn't he also been accused of beating his wife in the past or cheating I, on his wife? It was it was infidelity or I, I don't know about that. But Steve Harvey did say uh, himself. Uh, he's like, well, I'm just going to advise and help out because if they had to do a background check on me, I won't pass. And he hmm. does not like atheists at all. No, mm-hmm. hates atheists. Yeah, doesn't um, doesn't understand them. Is mm-hmm. what I would say. Yeah, but. You could clean a fucking warehouse floor with that mustache. True. <laughs> it's pretty nice. It is a styling mustache. But I and he dresses that. very nicely. Yeah, he's sharp. I yeah. laugh at him. Not at him, yeah, but with not, him. Yeah, he's he, not funny, but... But like on his on the show, it's usually what someone says on the uh, the game show. Family Feud. Family Feud. That, that's funny, and the way he responds to it, I'm like, ah, that's funny. Yeah, his responses to a lot of the things they say are funny or comical. But is it just me, or does anybody else think the show is semi-race-driven? Yeah, they hate Jews. No, it's always a black family versus a white family on the show, it seems. Is it? Yeah. I don't really watch. I haven't really watched that show. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm a firefighter, so we just leave the TV on one channel. When it's on, it's on. <laughs> so sometimes it's on soap operas. We're like, this is stupid, and nobody changes it. <laughs> this is terrible. Change the channel. No, you change the channel. channel. Well, that's like last night. Like, oh, Remote's closer to you, you pick. Like, no, fuck you, I ain't picking. <laughs> so it just stays on whatever channel. Yeah, I don't think I've watched Family Feud since Richard Dawson was the host. Jesus. Yeah. Didn't he blow it's his been brains a little out? while. <laughs> it's been a little while. Not even with Louis Anderson. But when no. people when people complain about Hillary for doing something and Donald Trump is doing the same, if not more, of that exact thing, like, well look at her, she does this, it's like, yeah, but so does Donald, and he takes it to, to 11. <laughs> so... Oh, but if you look at these, these go to 11. <laughs> more, it's greater, more greater. Most of them only go to 10. Big these ones go to 11. 
Then if you make one that goes to 11, I I'll had them break specially it. designed in China. <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of things to cover this evening. Um, there, I wanted to mention real quick that we had Carrie Galloway, the president of Planned Parenthood of uh-huh. Utah, come and speak to Atheists of Utah on Sunday at our monthly brunch. And that was awesome. Carrie Galloway is really, really cool. She's super smart. She's witty. She's very, very warm and friendly. Uh, she was a great speaker. We had a, it, w- it was a delight to have her come and speak to us. Uh, told us all how to be better allies for Planned Parenthood. And you can go to Planned Parenthood's website. They have a advocate thing. I'm trying to remember the exact term for it, but you can, you, uh, an you're an ambassador. Oh, okay. You can become an ambassador for Planned Parenthood in educating all of your friends about what they do as yeah. as an organization. Just realize that if your friends watch Fox News, they won't believe a word you say. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. Uh, we also had... Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh. next month for the Atheist of Utah thing, we're having everyone's favorite local Satanist, Ms. Shalise Blythe, come and talk to us. She's going to be doing a little bit of a Satanism 101. Yeah. Ah. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see that they just had a giant black mass in L.A.? Yeah. yeah, I saw some of the photos from it. Like, they're taking, like, Discovery Channel, Vice News, and all these other news, and people are there. So I'm hoping there'll be some cool thing on TV about that. <laughs> yeah, Stu. Uh, Stu DeHaan posted a selfie with yeah. Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, I thought that was oh, fucking really? hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Kumail I think went, Kamel, to the, went to the black yeah. mass. And I think oh, he weird. must have said something to Stu about not smiling, because in his comment for because Stu had a big shit-eating grin on, <laughs> smiling, and I think maybe he made a joke to him, like, why do I don't Satanists smile? It looked like everybody had a great time. Yeah. It looked like it was fantastic theater display, mm-hmm. man. It, yeah. I've seen some of the, 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 the video clips I've seen that come out of it were all, like, cell phones, so, like, when the bands are performing stuff, I'm like, ah, you can't really... Yeah. It looks cool, but... Cell phones don't really pick up the best of audio. Yeah. A lot of really cool photos Yeah, coming out of there. Um, but yeah, so Shalice will be speaking next month. We should get her on the show before then or right after then again. Okay. Because they've got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. I mean, they did the they had the, the school after school the, Satan yep. thing that started last week. She's coming to speak to us. They did the Satanic Mass. Uh, maybe you she can, can debut some other things that they've got in the wings that we have. And you could still go on yet. to TST's website and donate to them and get a shirt or become a member because they're still doing a lot of the yeah the stuff. donate to their reproductive rights yeah, campaign. Yeah, that's when I was trying to think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, um, yeah, they've got they've always got a lot of cool shit going on. And I want to talk for a moment about last week's episode. And the millennials versus boomers thing. Oh, I was like, good. It wasn't what I said. Oh shit. <laughs> because because I spent the last two days in the office, and today when I was in the office, I chauffeured Damp back and oh, forth. Oh no. To our to our little team luncheon is he, hol- is he holiday luncheon thing that we didn't get to do last month. No, he's a boomer. He's a boomer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it kills me trying to have conversations with this guy because he always tries twisted into religion or politics which i don't think is appropriate to talk about at work no and so i'll try to deflect and shift the conversation to other shit all the time but we're sitting there talking about work 
and we're talking about we're talking about Congress cutting the budget for so many things and it's only going to get worse under Trump and they're going to try to defund so many different agencies and with the agency that I work for that's really fucking dumb because the more money you put into it the more money you get out yeah you know I've uh, I've seen estimates that for every dollar invested into it you get a return of 7 to 10 dollars so it's really dumb that they want to cut money out of it especially when we're the ones who bring the money in, in. In order to pay for our debt. In order to pay for everything. And Damp, while we're talking and saying all this, he's like, yep, 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 uh-huh, yeah, they're stupid. Those congressmen are stupid. They do this and they do that. They're stupid. They just don't know. And I'm like, these are the people who you vote voted, for. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, he these, voted these for. These are your guys. Yeah. You voted for Donald Trump and think he's awesome, and you vote for all of the Republicans. They are the ones who want to, who are cutting the budgets for all of these federal agencies. And then you sit there, and only because it affects you, yeah. that's when you have a problem with it. Fuck everybody else. This is affecting you, and then it becomes a problem. Boomer. Well, that's where you get a lot of the, the, the single-issue voters. And I heard several people like online were like, oh, I voted for Trump because Hillary agrees with abortion. And I can't vote for anyone <laughs> who agrees with that. I'm like, okay, so you, if you never plan on having an abortion, it doesn't affect you. But- Everything else that is going on politically will affect you. It's like they have there's there's no way that they can show empathy or put themselves in another person's position for even a second. Yeah, it's only what can, it's only what directly affects them personally mm-hmm. that they ever change their mind on or feel affects anything that should happen in the world at all. It's how does it affect them personally? Yeah. And if it doesn't, then fuck everybody else that it does affect negatively because yeah. it doesn't matter to them. If they even think that far. Yeah. And most times it has, it has to happen to that person or for them to really change their mindset because they can't think about it like that. I, I honestly think that many boomers are so self-absorbed that it's just, well, this is bad for me, so it's probably bad for everybody. Or anybody would agree with me because this is bad. Like, it's that simple. It's like, I can see the negative the negative effects of this, so it's bad for everybody. Like, everyone will agree with me, clearly. Like, there's, there's, not, even, there's not even a thought that somebody yeah. else might be in a different situation. Well, yeah, I've mentioned before that, you know, in having conversations with him, he's clearly one of those guys who thinks that everyone thinks exactly like he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no that's, room for any nuance, for any disagreement, anything. It's, it's clearly everybody's going to think this because it's right. Yeah, I actually had a guy that I work with that we're arguing over because he voted Donald Trump and I was arguing with him. He's like, and I was saying why I didn't want to vote for Trump. He's like, oh, so you just had your best interests in mind. I'm like, <laughs> my interests are also your interests, your retirement, your social security, your health care, the fact that we could go to war more easily. They're also things that should interest you and are a benefit to you as well. Right. Like not destabilizing entire regions yeah. of the planet like we did last time we had a Republican president. That's in the interest of everybody. Yeah. The things that will affect you and your family members, the people that you should give a shit about. Yeah. And but clearly no. you don't. It's, well, Hillary had emails. She killed people. She had them executed. She's got a secret sex slave shop below the pizza store. Wait, who did she have executed? <laughs> oh, uh, that comedian. He was really white, and now he does nothing but eat tacos. It was Camille Nanjiani. It was. <laughs> oh, my God, Emily. <laughs> 
Well, should we move on to other things? We okay. Shall. Okay. In The God Delusion, I made a seven-point scale. One is I'm totally confident there is a God. Seven is I'm totally confident there is not a God. Um, six is, to all intents and purposes, I'm an atheist. I live my life as though there is no God. But any scientist of any sense will not say that they positively can disprove the existence of anything. Um, I cannot disprove the existence of the Easter Bunny. And so I'm agnostic about the Easter Bunny. It's in the same respect that I'm agnostic about, about God. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real Atheology, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Well, you said you got a Trump thing? Yeah, so this I picked this up from CNN, um, who's a, a fake news uh, organization. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, fire them all. Uh, this is by Ruth Ben-Giat, and... She uh, has been writing opinions for CNN for a long time. She's a professor of history and Italian studies at New York University um, and has a book out called Italian Fascism's Empire Cinema. Ah. What would that have to do with Trump? Well, <laughs> she says the clues to Trump's presidency are already there from authoritarian regimes throughout history. Hmm. In less than a week, America will embark on a new political experience. Rule by an authoritarian president. Donald Trump won the Electoral College but lost the popular vote by nearly three million. So for every American who looks forward to the Trump era, there's likely another who fears he will lead us into ruin. <laughs> likely another one or two or, or five. Three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What can we expect from Donald Trump based on his words and actions over the 19, 19 months since he declared his candidacy? Many Americans were initially confused by Trump and his unorthodox behavior or dismissed him as a joke. Um, we're, not, we're not laughing anymore. No. <laughs> Ruth says she's spent decades studying author authoritarian and fascist regimes and saw in Trump a deeply familiar figure hmm. or figure for our British friends. The strong man who cultivates a bond with followers based on loyalty to him as a person rather than to a party or set of principles. Such individuals inevitably seek to adapt the political office they inhabit to serve their needs. They're clear from the start about this intention, refusing to submit to shared customs and norms, such as releasing tax returns. Mm -hmm. That would mean they were submitting to the will of the political class. Anyone who believes that Trump will morph into anything resembling a traditional politician will be sorely disappointed. Authoritarians never pivot. 
He's been open and unconcerned about his most provocative character traits, his penchant for aggression and for serial untruths from the start of his campaign. Two years ago, he boasted that he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and not lose any voters. And voters still rewarded him with the GOP nomination and the presidency. Mm-hmm. Well, and you said that he'll never pivot. And he's he has been saying throughout the primary that he was going to pivot. Uh-huh. He's going to be he's going to become yeah. so presidential and make your head spin. I'm going to be so oh. presidential. Things are going mm-hmm. to change once the primary finishes. Things are going to change once the election finishes. No, it hasn't. It's fucking gotten happened. worse. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the next point. What because is- it's all it's all all of his behavior has been validated. Yep. Yeah, he's, exactly. he's acted this way and we fucking voted for him. That's exactly it. What incentive does he have to change now? None. None. Right. Trump has followed the author- authoritarian playbook in targeting the media. And once in power, he's very likely to step up his attempts at intimidation. Strongmen show aggression to the press as part of a slow drip strategy of discrediting all information that is not dispensed by their close allies. Many were surprised at Trump's rude treatment of of CNN at his recent press conference, calling the media outlet, quote, fake news. He refused to allow reporter Jim Acosta to ask a question. What I thought was badass was the fact that Fox News defended CNN on that one. They're like mm-hmm. backing each other. Like yeah. they're not fighting with each other. <laughs> But from Trump, though, this is classic authoritarian posture. Yeah, it is. Mm. But but it's also bringing news groups closer together and being like, hey, we're not going to fight with you anymore because now we got a bigger enemy to worry about. Mm. Yeah, we have a common enemy. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Trump was delivering a lesson. Anyone, no matter how powerful, can be humili- can be humiliated and deprived of access if they displease him. No wonder Trump's Turkish counterpart Oh, I didn't know Turkish counterpart. Turkish counterpart. I knew he had a lot of investments, but I didn't know he had ships. Yeah, President USB, his counterpart. Ah, Okay. Uh, Erdogan praised him. Erdogan. What? That's how it's pronounced. Erdogan. Yeah. Erdogan. Too many different letters in there, making you do different sounds. Anyway, he he uh, praised Trump for putting Acosta in his place. Ah. We can hope that Trump does not follow Erdogan's criminalization of the media. Uh, Thousands of Turkish journalists have been arrested. But recall the fencing off of journalists at Trump's campaign rallies and his incitement of the crowd to treat them in a hostile manner. This does not bode well. The media must push back strongly now or pay a heavy price later. Yeah, at all of his rallies, he'd, he would point to them specifically and yeah. say, these people back here are all telling you false things. Mm-hmm. Don't trust anything they say. Mm-hmm. They're all liars. Yep. Strongmen also target the ju- judiciary. Since it stands in the way of their reforms and often veer into extra legality. Those with a history of legal troubles can be particularly focused on this sector. Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi whose conflicts of interest and legal involvements were so numerous that they uh, have their own Wikipedia pages, (laughs) spent enormous energy attacking the Italian judiciary. Trump, too, has a complicated legal history and has demonstrated a similarly vindictive character. So look forward to Trump. uh, So look forward to a Trump administration making efforts to tar individual judges who seem to block the fulfillment of GOP agendas or interfere with Trump's personal interests. 
Remember the president-elect's campaign to discredit Judge uh, Gonzalo Curiel due to his Mexican heritage? We can we can expect much. Uh, we can expect more such accusations of bias and rhetoric about draining the swamp of our legal system as well. And one more thing. Authoritarians love to think they're making history and never hesitate to rewrite the past to suit their political agendas. Trump's use of racism as a campaign tool laid the foundations for what uh, will, be concert- will be a concerted effort to delegitimize the history of civil rights struggles in our country. Mm-hmm. Trump often levies tweet attacks on those who criticize him. Uh, But his denigration of Representative John Lewis on the Martin Luther King holiday weekend sends a message that he intends to fulfill promises to his white voters to try and reverse the course of racial racial emancipation. Yeah, I was going to say when you mentioned that he was going to try to discredit the whole civil rights history that – yeah, he's fucking attacked yeah. John Lewis for yeah. Christ's mm-hmm. sake. Said he he's a, he he does nothing. He never does anything. Like, yeah, all talk, 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 no yeah. action or results. Like the guy that mm-hmm. almost died fighting for what he believes in. Yep. Be courageous or be complicit. Representative Cedric Richmond recently stated in his testimony against Senator Jeff Sessions, the Trump administration comp- uh, promises to test that wisdom. Each of us can stand our ground in our own way, but the lessons that come from us from a century of authoritarian rule around the world and the civil rights movement in America meet up in one phrase. Do not lose hope. Do not hide away. Be visible and be heard on the street and in phone calls to your elected officials. Some of us have taken our freedoms for granted. We now have reason to value them all the more. We also have a chance to decide what side of history we want to be on. Trump may be aligning himself with the global forces of liberalism and racism, of illiberalism and racism, uh, but we don't have to follow him down that path. It's up to us to make sure our precious national treasure, American democracy, stays protected. So don't leave the country. No, stay here. You know who we're talking to. Don't think it's all over. Stay, fight, win it back. If you run, we lose for sure. Let's make sure that when the pendulum swings our way, we never forget the sting of this loss and push it further than it's been before. Further in civil rights for minorities, for LGBTQ, for women, for workers' rights, for limiting war and corporate greed. But most importantly, bury the far-right fascist authoritarians so they know their candidates aren't welcome in our democracy anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you were as you were going through that there at the end, it reminded me that besides Damf, you know, being pissed off at Congress for slashing budgets and trying mm-hmm. to get rid of different agencies, different government agencies. Uh, I looked across the road and saw that one of the local credit unions has a location like right across from where we were having lunch and like less than a mile down the road. And it's the one that I happened to do my banking with that is nowhere near my house. Like <laughs> There's not one within, I think, a five or ten mile radius of but my there, house. There's but two there's on two that block. on that road in particular. Hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I do my banking with them. I love them. They used to be, I can't remember what name he gave them. He's like, they used to be called this. And, I, yeah, I really love credit unions. It's the same guy who fucking bags all the time about the union that we have at work. He loves credit unions because <laughs> he banks at one, yeah. but he hates the unions that created such a thing. Yeah, dude, he's just so fucking ignorant. He has no idea what he's talking about. He's for anti- just about anything. union, and you guys are in a union. Yeah, well, n- not I am. I mean, I pay my union dues. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't. Utah is a right to work state, state, so yeah. 
So yeah. you don't have to pay your union dues, but you can still be defended by the union. Yeah. Yeah, him. And also be fired for absolutely no reason. Yes. Yeah, him and another guy that I work with both talk shit about the union all the time, but whenever we have to move our desks around or whatever, you have to, you have to, the, you know, work has to clear this with the union that we're going to be moving and then they have to do it all by seniority and all this other stuff. And then, of course, they're like, well, yeah. I've been here the longest, so I'm going to make sure that the union that the union says that my desk is the one that I get huh. to pick first. Uh, Hypocrisians. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. You want to know something else that's funny that came out today about Mr. Donald Trump? What came out about Mr. Donald Trump's funny today? Segway! Well, not really a segue. <laughs> just a really, just a real quick note. It's, it's, this is more. You want to know what else for a totally? It's a related story, but it's different. Well. Have you ever heard of the movie um, uh, Pur- Purge, the American Election? Yes. Guess what? There's the the president's slogan in that movie was Make "I America am not a crook." Yep. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, MAGA. So yeah, so I guess I guess there's a thing about uh, wait, Trump. what was it? I missed it. Make America uh, rape again? Great again? Oh, great. Grope great. again? Grope again? Pussy grabbing. I got I got that disease where I say shit. Um, <laughs> Do you have any ticks that go along with it? Uh, well, just the grabbing part. Uh, hmm. um, but yeah, so that movie about slaughtering people for fun on a once every year. Uh-huh. Uh, the president in that movie's slogan was "Make America Great Again," and I guess something about Donald Trump wanted to trademark it, and then they found out they couldn't trademark it because it had already been trademarked by that movie. Mm. Oh, nice! So you 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 have Tourette's apparently. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's more like "Make America Gilbert Grape Again." <laughs> hey, I like that movie. That was some fine acting by DiCaprio, not DiCaprio. That was uh, was he acting? <laughs> yeah, that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, it was him and Depp. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I like that movie. It touches at the heartstrings. So back back in the uh, <laughs> mid '90s, when I was hanging out with a bunch of friends, you know, there were there were a bunch of us that would all. We'd have a party every Saturday, regardless. You heathens. If we had to, we would rent a, a hotel room at the ah. Holiday Inn. Oh, one of those? I've heard about those parties. A, a sausage party where you, <laughs> oh. drink, where you fill a bathtub full of fucking Keystone Light. And... Ryan's saying shit again. <laughs> Never mind. I thought it was one of those ones where you showed up and you put your keys in the bowl. But So when you, when you mentioned <laughs> Tourette's, it reminded me of way back then, there was, uh, there was a particular woman who would who would hang out with us and come to the parties and everything. I thought and you said it was all sausage. Mostly. But the the first time I ever met her, uh, she was sitting outside the the house where we were having a party, and I was walking up to the house, and she was, she was sitting on a step and had her arms stretched out behind her, you know, just kind of leaning on her arms, legs okay. stretched out. And she kept, like, twitching one arm, like bending her elbow. And see all sausage one bun. This does sound like the party I was thinking about. I had a few beers in me. <laughs> I had a few beers in me and saw her doing that and I walked up and was like, She don't need no music. She don't need no music. <laughs> you inconsiderate fuck and the, the, the guy that I was walking up to the party with fucking threw me an elbow and he's like, The fuck are you doing? And I'm like, What? And he's like, No. Dude, that's Kelly. She's got Tourette's. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I didn't hear her say any fucking weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> I had no idea that they had that just people uncontrollable. With Tourette's yeah, they also have ticks and, yeah. and different stuff like that. The second time that I ever met her <laughs> or, or that I was ever around her, we all went to go see a movie somewhere. <laughs> Can't remember what the movie was. Uh, that story's kind of awesome. But 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 you know, there's there's like five or six of my friends seated seated in the row and I walk in and go to take my seat and the movie starts and just from somewhere down the aisle I hear Ho 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 She's a ho <laughs> 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 I just, I just kind of leaned forward and stuck my head, turned my head down the aisle. I'm like, "All right, who's the fucking Santa Claus?" <laughs> and again, I got an elbow. And I was like, "Dude, it's fucking Kelly <laughs> again, <laughs> the one with Tourette's." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck me, I'm an <laughs> asshole." Oh man, just reminded me of that story. You're, you're a bad person. I am. I'm a terrible person sometimes, not intentionally. Things that I didn't know. I, I was ignorant. I was a stupid, ignorant shit. It's kind of funny, though. I was I was one of the youngest in the group of people. Ah. And, yeah. You hung out with boomers? I, <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, what else do we got? Yes, kid. You can put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. So since we're talking about deplorable people, me, I guess. Pretty <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not, you didn't make the list yet. <laughs> I'll keep recounting stories. You'll, you'll get there. It'll, it'll, it'll eventually happen. I was an asshole. At several different points in my life, yeah, well, including who, this one. Who isn't? We, we've all been assholes. We've all done horrible things we probably regret. Uh-huh. Oh, God, my list is so long. Yeah, but when you get as old as this lady in the story. <laughs> so this was sent in to us or uh, posted to the Godless Revolution page out on Facebook by, by Grant, who Very gave me a hard again. time about something recently. Oh! <gasps> But it was good-natured fun. Tr- uh, Mr. Grant Larimer, a.k.a. the Purple Dragon. A.k.a. guy from that TV show. That Brad, Garrett. Brad Garrett. Brad <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> posted, <laughs> posted this story out on our Facebook page about a woman who went on a uh, profane racist tirade against a Greek couple at, it looks like a drugstore. Either a drug, like a, like a Walgreens or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Because I can see boxes with naked men on it. What? That's what it looks like, right? Oh, no, never mind. I don't know. I don't see any naked Those men on look that. look like batteries to me. Yeah. yeah, that's what I realized. It's a battery. <laughs> Ryan sees something tube-shaped and is like, that's a guy. Well, it, looks, it, looks like, <laughs> it looks like a torso, and I see a chest, and it looks like arms, like it's someone like, yay! It looks solid and tubular-shaped. That's clearly a man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm I part look. of one. That's what I look like. In oh, there. and he's both HIV positive and negative. That's weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's got pre-AIDS. <laughs> um, this this woman apparently. So the story is we 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 we. <laughs> what? Uh, I didn't we 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 we. Fuck. I'm trying to. You have Tourette's, I think, maybe. Wee, just... wee, wee, wee. <laughs> All the way home. 
<laughs> what the hell happened right there? I'm just, I don't know, I'm but I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm tired. You just got frozen. I've, I, 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 yeah, I locked up. It was vapor lock. Uh, I'm really tired. I've spent two days in the office getting up at 530 in the morning and... Oh yeah, Dan had to work two days this week. That's right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That'd two be awesome. Days. You know how like when people get tased every time they just say fuck? That'd be so funny if that was, like you get tased, you're just like wee 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 That would be amazing. And just then this little you said <laughs> right out of your face. Wee wee wee. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, it's not the first time that's happened. I'm sure it won't be the last. That's gotta go in the Patreon folder. <laughs> <laughs> So, I was going to say that we didn't use the story that Grant posted. We clicked through to another source for a little bit more information. Yeah. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Tanasi. It's just Tanasi's blog. Yeah, I think it's the woman who, I don't know if it's the person who posted the video or if it's the person who happened to blog. Mm, I think it's the person who it happened to because the blog post starts out. Yeah. So I was standing go. in the grocery store speaking to my wife. So it's not the woman, it's the it's the husband in Greek. It's a Greek guy. He was speaking in Greek. I, I think you're speaking Greek. Trying to quote from him and I'm tired, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it this, all this lady heard was wee wee wee. Yeah. <laughs> She's like fucking Greek. <laughs> speak American. <laughs> Which by the way, it's totally legal to speak other languages in this country absolutely illegal wrong it's a good thing that this woman called it to their attention yes mm-hmm. yes uh but it continues and says out of nowhere i hear some grumbling behind me that seemed like someone was trying to to tell me something i turn around and say excuse me and i get a loud speak fucking english this is america thrown at me shocked then every curse word in her minimal vocabulary was thrown at me <laughs> to describe me to tell me to go back to my country funny i thought i was in my country the country i was born in the good old us of a right then the best part she was shocked when i responded to her in perfect american accented english which is a pretty good part yeah (laughs) but she didn't stay quiet she kept cursing kept telling me this is america blah 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 i feel sorry for this lady it's obvious she has a chip on her shoulder and carries it with her everywhere she goes yeah that's a trump chip (laughs) thank god my kids weren't present Right. But the absolute best part of it all, and Grant suggested that maybe we have, besides our basket of deplorables, we have hey. a basket of plorables. <laughs> uh, for too long, we've taken him for granted. So the absolute best part of it all, according to Tanasi, is that the store manager walked right up and kicked her out. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. I only caught the tail end of the encounter on video, but you'll get the point. Check it out below. And before we play this, it says that there's an update that since, uh, since, sorry. We, 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 we since started a GoFundMe campaign. We send the manager to Greece. <laughs> Read my other blog post for more information. Please contrib- contribute. Please contribute. <laughs> She's more than deserving. Please, contraband deserves it. Hey, Dan says we. I'm <laughs> dyslexic. I can't read either. It's fine. <laughs> then, uh, so we'll be sure to post these. We'll, we, we'll, 
We will post out this this on our on our page, so that if you would like to contribute to this awesome lady's GoFundMe to send her to Greece, you can start over. Start over. <laughs> Fucking start the show over. <laughs> Reset. Oh my god! When I was editing, when I was editing the other day, mm. I accidentally I don't know what the fuck I did. I bumped my keyboard while I was dragging a bit of something, and then moved my mouse back the other way, and it started playing shit backward. <laughs> Whoa! And and us played backward sounds like we're speaking like Russian. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Like, I want to hear it. It doesn't sound like satanic shit. It just sounds like we're speaking Russian. It's really so, weird. So huh. when it goes forward, we're laughing and having a good time. And when it goes backwards, we're drunk off of vodka and angry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is about like our voices, but definitely. And I think I think you were actually the worst, Ryan. Like, oh. When I played anything from you backward, it definitely like it sounded like you came straight out of the kremlin <laughs> we so need then, uh so then i spent uh, like an hour just like picking out different parts <laughs> and reversing it and playing it for myself and giggling my ass off in my office we need to set up a we need to set up some sort of a medal for ryan for being the worst in both directions <laughs> whoa <laughs> i'm by great <laughs> true true <laughs> all right well i'm gonna play this it looks right. like it's only like 30 yeah, seconds yeah, long yeah short clip Bit of, bit of stuff here. English? Speak I speak English very well. Okay. I don't care. I will. If you're harassing go ahead. I'm not harassing you. Well, well, well. Okay. Stop. Stop. That that camo sweatpants. You need to go. I'm not, not welcome here you. if you do that. There you go. You're telling you me. You are not welcome, ma'am. You're telling me. Thank you. Yeah, speak English. Bye. 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 Say hi to everybody. So the manager kicked her out of the store so I, that she was not welcome there. I honestly, so when we first heard the, the bye, bye, that was the lady being kicked out. I honestly wonder if she thought the manager was kicking those two out and not her. And then she realized, oh, shit. Oh, no, wait, I'm the it's, asshole. It's me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, she did look like, okay, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. see you. Get, get the fuck out. Get these non-American motherfuckers out of here. I'm going to buy my bottle of and water. And then, then you could see, like, it hit her, like, oh, it's, no way she's talking to me. Okay. I got to go. Fine, take my bottle of water. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. leaving. Yeah. Didn't you ever hear of a fucking water fountain? <laughs> you get it for free there. It's America. But only Americans can use the water fountain. Well, one of them anyway. But they're all Americans. They're separated. You just got you to gotta say, I speak American into it to get it to work. Right? No. Mm, no. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it just works for everybody. No, you, you just say hello in perfect English. Okay. And then it recognizes skin tone. You hold your oh, hand. Oh, so they're still it. racist. Re- oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be America without Well, I've that. never had an issue with it. Well, you wouldn't. You're from Wisconsin. Yeah, but when I talk backwards, it thinks I'm fucking Russian. <laughs> <laughs> just don't talk backward. Okay. <laughs> And then, so as I was doing that, then I thought, did you guys ever watch the original Twin Peaks series? Huh? I've seen some Twin Peaks, but not the the show. You didn't watch the whole show or anything. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm funny. <laughs> I was like, I can't laugh until they laugh first. That was funny in my head. <laughs> uh, but there were there were parts of the show where they would memorize their lines. And speak them backward, and then when they 
played the show, they would play them forward. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So really? they, they would speak their lines backward and they would walk backward and do all this weird yeah. kind of shit. But then they would play it forward so it just looked and sounded really weird. Yeah. And I thought maybe we should record some shit backward. Like memorize oh. some lines and speak them and then see if maybe we also sound Russian well, <laughs> that way. Jesus, One that movie that I like quite a bit is is Hook with Robin uh-huh. Williams. Uh-huh. And there's the scene in it when uh, uh, Rufio grabs his sword and he goes right to, to Robin Williams' head. Uh-huh. And it says like, bangerang, old man, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, since they didn't want the kid to slice him in half, he did it backwards. So that scene was actually shot where he had to learn and memorize the lines backwards by saying the lines and then pulling the sword back. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. No, but when you hear it in the movie, it, it sounds you a can't off. even. No, it doesn't sound off at all. You can't even tell. I was watching some like behind the scenes, like the twentieth or twenty fifth reunion with the cast, uh-huh. and he was talking about that scene, like saying how long it took him to learn how to say those lines correctly in reverse, and then they just played. So it when they were played forward, forward, it, it sounded. Perfect. Let's all try one right now, real quick. Just say something short backwards. Fuck! I can't something even walk backwards. Backwards. Sidakawrap. Never mind. We'll work on it. I'd, I'd have to have something written down, probably. Cell. Cell dog. Nyachalerber. Cell dog. That's gonna be amazing. Okay. Off God is. I'll play that backward later. I don't know. Make a little note. Okay. A minute, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it just I I entertained myself for like an hour just playing shit backward in my office. <laughs> just like me watching car crashes on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Peace be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming out, y'all. Oh, boy. What a turnout. Uh, well, it is a big day. Today, we answer mankind's most pressing question. Namely, what the hell's going on? Now, Preacher Custer here argues not only is there a God, he's going to call him down right into this room, and we're all going to talk to him. Ain't that right, Preacher Custer? Something like that. What I say, my position in all of this is that Preacher Custer, like every single preacher, priest, and holy man since the dawn of time, is full of shit. The only true God, the only real God, is the God of meat. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. We've how got, many how many things you got, Matt? I got another things. Yeah, you want to do mm. another thing, or you want to you want to do one of these other things that we got up here? We got Texas. That's always good. Ugh. Texas is uh, rarely good. It's never good. Sometimes yeah. it's good. Sometimes I've never. I've, remember the Alamo. Yeah, I remember going to it. It was nothing fancy. It was right in the middle of downtown, a crumbling old building. Apparently, someone peed on it at one time. I had a good time in San Antonio like 20 years ago. I Te- did. Texas That's where I went to basic training. And Austin. I'm not a big fan of Tex-Mex food. That's not no, terrific. Tex-Mex fine. It's good. Meh. I don't like that they put fucking corn in shit, man. Yeah, I don't like don't corn. Don't you man me? 
fucking that's a, corn in salsa. Yeah. Corn, corn is the most amazing thing. No, in bacon. salsa? You, it puts itself back together by, before <laughs> you get rid of it. That's not it's the cool. only thing that does that. <laughs> to mind <It's>, fuck. <laughs> what show was that on? I just saw that <laughs> <Yeah>. recently. <laughs> it was uh, Andrew Dice Clay said it on. Oh, uh, right. Uh, right. Who's he talking corn to? Corn is uh, like the most amazing food, right? <laughs> yeah. It reassembles itself <laughs> on exit. The, yeah, who the <laughs> fuck is he talking to? Uh, it's better than Chris Angel. I don't know. It's like some cooking show or some sh- like some reality show that he's a part <sighs> of. Yeah, who else is on there? Damn it. A bunch anyway. of B-list celebrities. Yeah. So The Apprentice? No. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's some shit celebrity chef. It's like some shit celebrity chef. He's talking about corn in his feces. It's yeah, shit true. Chef. Well, it's dice. It was a shit show. <laughs> I used to fucking love his stuff, man. Yeah, me too. He was hilarious in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's still doing the same jokes in 2017. He's got some yeah. new stuff. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, Andrew Dice Clay is a character. Yeah, he's he a personality. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, he's a Jew pretending to be an Italian. Yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. That's his character. <laughs> uh, we've got this from the Raw story. Yeah. The headline says the Texas women who get abortions would lose voting rights if Republican lawmaker has his way. Which the headline's a little misleading. It's is true, that? but it's misleading. Why is but it misleading? True. Because you think it's about voting when it's actually about federal law. Because oh. if you're a federal offender, you can't vote. Right. Oh, I get Okay, I got you. The mm. uh, story says that access to reproductive health care and rights has been increasingly under fire since President-elect... Donald Trump's 2016 election election victory. I can't fucking talk tonight. In the two months since the election, federal and state lawmakers across the country have introduced aggressive anti-abortion bills. The Texas GOP opened a new session in mid-November with a bill that would force uh, people to bury and cremate fetal remains. On Wednesday, legislators took to a war on reproductive rights a step further. I'm trying to do my news voice. It was, that was good. I'm, I'm pretty amazed, actually. I would have said fecal remains. We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll force people to bury or cremate fetal remains. Yeah, which that bill ended up not getting through. Good, because I can't go outside every time I need to make a fucking omelet. True. <laughs> if by omelet you mean you're menstruating. I eat babies, yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> No, that's, but what I'm saying is... You're the most non-sexual person, and that's one of the most kinkiest things I've ever heard. What is? Eating well, babies? Well, eating menstrual fluid. Ew. Well, you don't... I mean, you don't eat it so much as slurp it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blood does kind of coagulate. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's better if the spoon is a little warm. Oh, uh, spoon. I didn't know if you used a shot glass or if it was like a, a yeah, test tube. Scrape it into the corner so yeah. you can get it onto the spoon. I, I didn't know what your extraction method was. Okay. My, my, my mistake. I apologize. All right. No. So I'll continue this for the uh, males that are still listening. <laughs> uh, my point is just that nobody in their right mind thinks about the f- killing chickens before they make scrambled yeah, I, eggs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's not. That's, yeah. It's just it's 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 such a fucking stretch. It's so stupid that this is even a deal like. You have to bury or cremate it. Yeah. Why? Why? And why? What? Why are you? Oh God! They're, they're trying they're, to make it harder on the yeah, woman. They're making it so much more traumatic than it needs to be. Yeah. But Republican uh, Representative Tony T. 
Tinder Holt, Yay. Who, who invented the dating app, so he knows all about women. Yeah, and looks like even more of a pedophile than Jim Norton. Yeah. He introduced a bill titled Abolish of Abortion in Texas Act. The very subtly named. Yeah. Uh, which would ban both which would both ban and criminalize the procedure altogether by making abortion and the provisions of the procedure a felony. The bill recognizes the rights and powers and privileges of all unborn children at every stage of gestation from fertilization until birth and categorizes the fetus as a living human child. It is not no. a living human child. No, no. Uh, I was listening to Sam Harris's recent podcast with him and Dawkins on stage. And Dawkins threw out this line of, you know, if you want to tease people, uh, if you want to tease creationists and people who are anti-abortion, the, the be- one of the best things that you can do is to ask them about, uh, what was it, monozygote twins? Mm. And then ask them which one has the soul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it was, it was only one zygote and yep. now there's two people. So how does that work out? One is pure evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At what point does it become? At what point yeah. do they figure that it becomes a human being? If it's if it's at conception, then God is the biggest mass murderer and abortionist in the history of ever. Yeah. Considering it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm misquoted. Nearly I think half it's... of all pregnancies end in spontaneous abortion. Yeah. Well, and if they're going to consider that a human at right at conception, then then under 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 what circumstances is is that human? There's, it, there's no, me- you don't have any memories. No. You're not, you're not creating any experiences. You you're can't not, breathe. You, yeah. You're, you, you're not even developed. You don't, yeah. there's like, no brain there. There's, there's nothing. No brain. Wrong. Yeah. There's no, there's no interaction with the world you're in. There's nothing. Until you so, can function outside of the human body, I would not consider it a viable human. Well, well it's, it's, it's ultimate, not considered viable. No, it's not. But, it's yeah. not. But a lot of people consider it vi- a viable human once the, the, the sperm magically gets inputted into the egg by fucking Jesus. Yeah, once Jesus puts the sperm into the eggshell, then it's all done. Yeah. It's got a shell? No, it's it's a dualist view of things <laughs> where it, where your brain isn't you, your mind isn't you, it's your spirit is you. Yeah. Republicans haven't even shown that they're capable of taking care of humans that are already here. Yeah. So just don't fucking worry about this stuff yet. Yeah. You guys have a lot of political growing up to do. Yeah, catch up on catch up on taking care of the people who are already Be here alive. walking around yeah. and need your help. And then the story continues. In turn, abortion will be treated as a criminal homicide, except in cases where individuals' life are at risk due to complications during pregnancy. This also means that anyone who has an abortion or provides the procedure could face felony charges and their right uh, and lose their right to vote. Hmm. You also lose your right to a lot of other things, such as felony. Well. Right to vote, right to own a firearm. Good luck getting work. Uh, employment, a lot yeah. of places. I mean, and then... Yeah, name, you're a convicted felon. Yeah. Name a federal crime that you don't go to jail for if you're convicted federally for it. Right. For a felony. Well, white collar. Yeah, but if it's... <laughs> embezzlement and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you're at, at a minimum... Time on a, served. On a house arrest. True. I don't know which... If you want to keep going with that, but... Well, it's it's we, almost done. It, it continues yeah. and says that the proposed bill would be at odds with the Supreme Court's Roe versus Wade ruling and seems unlikely to pass. Yeah, but that Roe v. Wade will be fairly... I think will topple within the next four years. But they keep trying these. They keep trying and they keep trying and they keep trying. And it's a waste of money, a waste of time, and it's a... 
fucking not good and for it's a humans. nonsense rule it's a nonsense yeah. law it's been settled law for 40 years now um university of texas law professor sanford levinson told the texas observer quote this is a latter-day attempt at nullification of federal law or supreme court decisions and it's not going to work period levinson added there is simply no doubt whatsoever that this is unconstitutional under current law However, that it was introduced in the first place is telling of the fight ahead mm -hmm. for basic reproductive rights, and the Texas GOP has made their platform very clear. Mm -hmm. In their agenda for the new session, the Republican Party has stated that abolishing abortion and, quote, stopping the murder of unborn children, end quote, are among their priorities. Legislators and organizations advocating for reproductive freedom are bracing themselves for the work ahead under the Trump administration. There are already at least 46 anti-abortion bills facing state legislatures at this time. God. Well, the, the scary thing about this is one of Trump's goals, or one thing that he advocates for, and I think that most of the Republican Party advocates for, is states' rights. Getting federal government out of states' issues, so that way it basically taking the whole Constitution and throwing it right in the fucking garbage and telling the states, you can decide whatever you want now. Yeah. The federal the government can no longer trump state. States' rights! I'm a libertarian! Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is... Which is bullshit, because our, our federal constitution, our federal government is something that the, all states in the United States have to fall under by code. Like, hey, these are rules you have to follow, and guess what? When we make a new rule, you got to follow that rule, too. States' rights is a dog whistle for racist it is. fucks. <laughs> or, I hate the federal government when I have to pay taxes, but I like it when people try to steal my shit. Yeah. <laughs> or your house is on fire. Yep. Fuck you. Yep. Yep, exactly. Look, I have an, uh, an intellectually stimulating theory. It's my theory of where the soda can may have come from. Billions of years ago, there was a big bang in space. Nobody knows what caused the big bang. It just happened. And from this bang issued this huge rock. On top of the rock was found a sweet brown bubbly substance. And over millions of years, aluminum crept up the side, formed itself in a can, then a lid, and then a tad. And then millions of years later, red paint, blue paint, white paint fell from the sky and formed itself into the words 12 fluid ounces do not litter you're saying what are you doing you're insulting my intellect and so i am because we know if the, if the can is made there must be a maker if it's designed there must be a designer to believe the soda can happened by chance is to move into an intellectual free zone it's to have an echo when you think it's to have brain liposuction you and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. This one I thought was just kind of interesting. International newses, things, <gasps> or international. Not necessarily news, <laughs> really, but. Wee, 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 wee. It's news international. Ooh. It is French. <laughs> Didn't, did that sound French? No, but you're saying, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> 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 okay, fair enough. Uh, this is just an article by Ryan Reig from Vox.com about the cost of Saudi Arabia's religious rules. Ooh. $5. Yeah. Oh. Salat uh, is the Arabic word for... The What'd you call me? <clears throat> Slut. Salat. <laughs> so, yeah. You are Salat International. Whatever accent that was. Oh. Uh, salat is the <laughs> Arabic word for the salat. prayer for the prayer time that uh, Muslims 
are asked to perform five times a day. You salat. Five times a day, you salat. Muslim. It is a lot. <laughs> you must pray five times a day, you salat. <laughs> hmm. That is funny. Uh, yes. So. You are uh, lost now. Yeah, I know. This is. I've I have not totally even done. Fucked you up, I'm that was sorry. just the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> During the usual workday, salat occurs about four times a day. In most countries, salat is voluntary. Saudi Arabia is not most countries. How do you spell, do you spell salat? S A L A T. Okay. That's my salat. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Please continue. Am I mispronouncing this a lot? I don't know. you. Or or a little. Sorry, I'll I'll try try to not interrupt you quite so much. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you. In the oil-rich monarchy, all businesses are required to shut down during Salat to give their employees – so. That's a lot of dumb time. That's a lot of dumb time. <laughs> this uh. is the best. It's the best. Uh, yes. Uh, I wasn't even sure I was going to read this, but I'm glad I did. There are weasels everywhere. <laughs> it's blue. It's all blue. The uh, whole thing. Oh, God. If you guys haven't listened to Comedy Shoeshine... Weasel Stronghold, their latest episode. You got to go do that. <laughs> and all the rest of them. Uh, anyway, in the oil rich monarchy, all businesses are required to shut down during Salat to give their employees enough time to go to a local mosque and pray. During the 1980s, if Saudi's religious police caught a young Muslim outside during Salat, they'd literally drag him to a mosque. However, in the most, in most of the service industry, uh, businesses would be closed between 30 minutes and one hour at a time to give their workers enough time to shut down, walk to the mosque, walk back, and open up again. Or, as was more often the case, to give their employees enough time to go hang out somewhere, have a few cigarettes, and complain about their bosses. Yeah, I mean, how do I get a bacon cheeseburger during that time? <laughs> right. It's a lot of complaining. There's a lot yeah. of money. Uh, so a lot happens at different times every day, so the primary problem is knowing exactly when Salat was going to occur. A difficult task since different businesses would close or open at different times depending on the relative fear of the religious police. So they don't have any scheduled time for it? No, they don't. It's kind of fucked up. So they just, one guy's like, okay, time for Salat. Yeah, Salat of uncertainty. (laughs) (laughs) Can't they just Uh, Salat all at once? Like, you do it, (laughs) you walk outside and like, oh, let's go do it again. Okay, one, two, three. One to two is the salat slot. Yeah, so, so, like, I miss that. Like, they don't. There's no. There's no scheduled time for it ever. Like, somebody's just like, okay, yeah. time for salat now. Mm-hmm. There's no slot of time. It's like playing duck duck goose <laughs> with businesses kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you never much. know. It's just okay yes. at the whim of some fucking asshole. Well, they yeah, have so. the prayer tower, so when they get the, they get up in the prayer tower and say time, time to pray. Well, sure, but that's different than this. It happens at different times every day. Yeah, but that's why they have the prayer tower. So someone will just get up in the prayer tower like, hey, it's time. Mm-hmm. Oh. I feel okay. like you're praying. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I thought about Mario for a second. Yeah, <laughs> Italian Muslims. Yes. <laughs> there, there's a lot. It's catching on. <laughs> the plum Muslims. Uh, since each salat takes 30 minutes to an hour... And there are four salats during the normal 8 to 12 hour workday. We can conclude that most, if not all, of the entire Saudi economy shuts down for somewhere between one and four hours every day. 
That's for an eight-hour workday. That's fucking half the workday. Yep. Mm-hmm. In other words, on top of lunch, smoke breaks, Facebooking, holidays, and other forms of time off, about ten to forty-five percent of the average worker's day isn't spent working. It's spent in salat. If you wanted to make a quick, rough estimate of the cost of salat, you could take Saudi's GDP, about one point seven trillion per year, and multiply that by the approximate average time of the normal workday. That is spent in prayer, say thirty percent, which comes to about five hundred and ten billion dollars a year on the high end, yeah. and one hundred and twenty billion on the low end. Wow, which is a lot of money. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the entire global video game industry is around ninety-nine billion a year. The U.S. cinema industry is about eleven billion. However, Salat isn't the only religious restriction costing the Saudi economy money. Money? Money me? Ah, the money me. There's also a, a host <laughs> of gender restrictions that could cost the Saudi economy more than $80 billion a year. Ooh. But that's, that's, like, that's how much they like spend on breakfast. It's really hard to hire women in Saudi Arabia. A 2012 report from the International Labor Organization estimated that if countries in the Middle East and North Africa were to reduce the gender gap in workforce participation rates by 20 percentage points from 50.6 to 30.6 from 2012 to 2017, the region's GDP could grow by $415 billion. Wow. Saudi leaders want to build a different kind of economy. Here's why they can't. According to the CIA World Factbook, oil and gas accounts for nearly 90% of Saudi Arabia's yeah. export earnings. Mm. In other words, the country doesn't really do much other than produ- produce oil, mostly via an oil company, Aramco, that was started by Americans 80 years ago and is still heavily run by American managers. Part of the reason Saudi Arabia has been unable to diversify its economy is because of the, quote, nat- national resource, natural resource curse. Well, there is no natural. I mean, it's a desert. Well, Oil, I'm though. sure it's going to go into what the curse is. but Which is when a country finds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> which is when a country finds it cheaper and more profitable to invest in extracting a natural resource like oil, which Saudi Arabia produces for less than $10 a barrel than to do something hard like teaching its population how to program software or build entrepreneurial ventures. However, the natural resource curse is only one part of why Saudi Arabia has failed to diversify its economy. Its religious restrictions have also significantly disadvantaged the country in the long term. It is simply much, much harder to create new industries in the service sector when you lose 30% of your employees' to time to Salat, it's nearly impossible to find a decent quantity of qualified skilled workers when half of your workforce, i.e. women, is forced to sit at home because they cannot talk to men, drive, or go to government ministries. Put bluntly, when one combines the cost of slot with the cost of Saudi's gender restrictions, the total cost of the economy is probably well over $200 billion a year at minimum. Hmm. Money that could have been used to diversify the Saudi economy and create new opportunities beyond oil. I'm not saying anything here that Saudis themselves don't already know. Most of, uh, he goes on to say, most of his friends in Saudi loathe the religious restrictions. Uh, Unfortunately, it remains unclear whether any of Saudi's leaders have the political will to change Saudi's religious restrictions before the country hits a true financial crisis, which may occur over the next several years as the value of oil exports drop and domestic consumption of oil and energy in Saudi continues to increase. And we move to other forms of energy. 
Yep. I, well, I, not not in America for four years. Yeah. I at least, least. Yeah, at least a funny. Well, not funny. Kind of an oh shit moment in Saudi, mm-hmm. which kind of pertains that happens to a, a lot bit. to you. It does. <laughs> but no, it was uh, a lot. <laughs> happens a lot to you. I think yeah. that was in 2008 when I can't remember what, what, what it was that was going around here in the U.S. that people were worried about some new sick illness that people were getting. And like the only way you could really tell it was by your body, like your body temperature would spike when you'd get it, like a mad cow's disease type thing mm-hmm. that they're worried about coming into their country. But also we had to go. So we had to go through Saudi customs. Uh, their custom agency instead of just going through the military side of it, they actually mm. had to check us to come into the country. Mm. Well, when they said, okay, everybody, if you have anything that can be considered pornographic, FHM magazines, a swimsuit issue of uh, Sports Illustrated. <laughs> swimsuit issue? A duck! Yeah. They're like, throw it. <laughs> well, they were telling us, get rid of it now. Because when you go through Saudi customs, if they find it, they can jail you for it. Really? And then they're going to put you in front of a body scanner and decide if you might be sick. And if they determine that you might be sick, we got no control over this. You are being taken by the Saudis. It's like, uh. it's like what? what? When the fuck did I sign up for this shit? <laughs> it's like now everybody's ditching their fucking porn. When you decided to become government property. Well, not Saudi government property. Uh. We weren't even going to Saudi. We're going to Iraq. But we had to travel through Saudi. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't we travel through a different fucking country that isn't going to take our porn and and put us in front of scans and decide if we might be sick, then keep that, us? That isn't going to take our porn. Like, that's still on the list of, <laughs> of worries. <laughs> they, make, they may say we're sick, they may detain us, but they may also still take our porn. Like, come on. Well, it wasn't, well, th- th- so everybody had to throw anything that could have been construed as pornographic away, or else they could jail you, was the, the threat. It was like, hey, if they find this, when you go through customs, and if they find this, this is illegal in this country. So what was the least pornographic by American standards thing that you saw thrown out oh, because pe- they were afraid that it may no, like, go over Saudi standards? FHM magazine was huh. considered pornographic what is, what by Saudi is standards. FHM? What is that? For... Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, it's, it's usually got, like, 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 women wearing bikinis in it. Yeah. Huh. And it's like a sports kind of magazine. It's, like it's like a yeah, kind of thing. It's like a no. ma- yeah. Maxim was also on the list. Like if you had a Maxim magazine, yeah. throw it in the fucking garbage because that's considered porn here. Wow. Well, because they're not wearing potato sacks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, anything where women <laughs> where women were <laughs> that's gross and racist. If it would be considered <laughs> pornographic here in Utah, it would have been considered pornographic there, hmm. <laughs> and they could jail you for it because it's illegal in the country. <clears throat> Are they also huge consumers of porn like they are yes, here in Utah? Probably. Huh. Well. Hmm. So yeah, that was an old shit moment. It's like, whoa. But I didn't have any porn so with me. So did you have to dump anything? No, I didn't because uh, gee, fuck, we have hard lame. drives. They must all who, have... who keeps it on paper form anymore? <laughs> they must have really small dicks. Who I don't know. Why? Over there, right? Why? Like, what if they were? I mean, dick size if, is not related to how much porn you see. It's related. No, 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 to no, 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 no. This was just a totally, <laughs> totally tangential. Because I was thinking, if I was wearing a potato sack or a dress all day, like, because sometimes you can't help your boners, you pop, right? Right. The involuntary, the involuntary boner. That must. How often does? I mean, oh, they I still guess, have strip clubs there. Oh, how do they do that when they wear dresses? It's very. Uh, so I've seen videos of Saudi princes in Saudi Arabia literally with tables full of cash throwing them at these women at these strip clubs where they're basically just wearing... Throwing they're like, the uh, tables at women? Oh, yeah. 
they got they got hurt. There's blood. <laughs> oh man, I felt bad for them. That's a lot of weight. It is. But uh, no, they're basically like belly dancers. So they had like the the, the bra with yeah. the frilly stuff on it. So they weren't actually taking their clothes off. So, so they're just not in a potato sack. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But so with a very revealing. Like what you be like? Wear. I dream of genie kind of shit. Yeah, mm. I guess maybe they can wear underwear underneath those, right? Fuck, I won't wear anything underneath them. You know, cool. It's, it's fucking hot enough in that country already. Now you got to wear a fucking black potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> well, the men wear white though, commonly, don't they? Yeah, but the women wear black. Yeah, but the women don't get boners, and they're not allowed outside. You forgot for very my. Long. You forgot oh. my, my point. You started talking about Saudi strip clubs. Well, <laughs> I'm throwing tables at women, but they're they're very uh, bisexual there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, I men are for pleasure, women are for babies. Right. All right. And goats are for <laughs> downtime. <laughs> Lonely, cold. Evenings. That's for when Abdel goes out of town <laughs> or Abdul. Oh, I was like Adele goes over there. Uh, I said Ab- <laughs> Ab- Abdel. Hello. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Now what? Well, we got something here from more about Donald Trump. Oh, this one's... Well, this is kind of about Donald Trump. It's kind of about Ivanka. Yeah, but it's pretty deplorable as well. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, this comes to us from Raw Story. It says, the the headline says, Ivanka Pal turned White House advisor banned black people and nigger music from his clubs. Story says that Donald Trump this week announced his latest White House advisor, a man whose real estate management company is currently being sued for racial, racial discrimination. They just really don't like all the Rachels. No. Rachel is. <laughs> I, I, I watch Friends. She's a bitch. Trump on Monday tapped Reed Corn- Cordish. Rachel discrimination. President of <laughs> Entertainment Concept Investors. That sounds like a mouthful of just nonsense. You want to, my company's going to sound so cool. It's going to be Entertainment Concept Investors. <laughs> yeah. A real, totally. A real estate. And like none of those words really mean anything. It's an entertainment concept in investors. <laughs> we do a lot of consulting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real estate management company that owns bars and clubs throughout the U.S. Huh. To be his assistant, to be to the president for intergovernmental and technology initiatives. God, an, again, again, just fucking nonsense. Yeah. But, you know, they, wanna, they want small government unless they can throw a racist into some wordy agency title. As New York Magazine reports, the president-elect is friends with David Cordish, who owns ECI's parent company. Trump's daughter, Ivanka Trump, even facilitated Reed Cordish's engagement to his current wife. According to the Daily Beast, ECI currently faces two discrimination lawsuits stemming from a Kansas City, Missouri project Cordish partnered on with incoming White House advisor Jared Kushner. The project was on a building in the city's Power and Light District, whose which, according to two separate lawsuits, is commonly referred to as the Power and White District. Hmm. Yeah. It what was, white? It white. Was white. Wait. White. What? White Power District? Power and White District. Oh. Uh-huh. Sounds very Mormon. Dante. I, I, I think he just wanted to move the words around a little bit. <laughs> it's so interesting that all of a sudden they've lost the obscure language for naming things here. Yeah. Now it's the Power and White District. Dante Combs and Adams Williams filed a class action racial discrimination lawsuit against Cordish's business in 2014 
claiming they were beaten and harassed by white employees. I'm guessing in the Power and White District. Yes. Or you can just call it what it is, the White Power District. During testimony in that case, Christian Martinez, a former floor manager at Tango, a club owned by Cordish, told the court, quote, Reed Cordish's code words for black was urbans or Canadians. What? That seems... I, I get urbans. Uh, I don't get Canadians. She also said Jake Miller, vice president of ECI, did not want any African Americans at Tango. According to Martinez, she once overheard Miller demand the DJ change the music, demanding, get that fucking nigger music off here. That sounds a little racist. Just a tad. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's understandable why Canadians would be getting upset about this. I mean, he could have went up to him and said, hey, I prefer a little uh, Mariah Carey, Bruce Springsteen, Miley Cyrus. Well, gosh, it'd sure be nice if you could get that fucking... When you say it like that, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. Don't you know? Oh, boy, I was really hoping, you know, gosh, if you could really just turn down that fucking... <laughs> oh, man. A black former employee, William Whitlock, said Miller threatened him over the presence of black people in his club. Quote, he made the comment that if he ever saw this many niggers in the building oh again, God. he would chain the doors and burn it down with the with me inside, Jesus. Whitlock testified. Quote, he was embarrassed and horrified to see what we had done to his club. Another man, Thomas Alexich, told the court he was hired at Cordish-owned Mosaic Club to, quote, start altercations with certain groups of people. By starting these altercations, I ensured that these groups of people would be kicked out of the club. End quote, alleging supervisors told him who to target. Quote, I would estimate that 90% of the people I started altercations with were African Americans, end quote, Alexich said in a sworn testimony. ECI won an initial ruling in the suit, but as the Daily Beast reports, Combs and Williams are appealing the decision. Another lawsuit filed by Shelton McElroy in 2015 said a Cordish-owned club discriminated against him under the guise of the club's dress code. After initially denying McElroy access to the club, the suit alleges, quote, the music abruptly switched from hip-hop to country music once he was inside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's... Uh... A bouncer later approached him to say he was in violation of the dress code because his pants were sagging. Ah, uh, and he didn't have a belt buckle. According, no, you gotta have the big, yeah, the, the, the big serving platter. The bigger, the better. According to McElroy, he was wearing a polo and khaki slacks, while he watched three white men dancing on top of the bar completely shirtless while the female bartender poured drinks in their mouth. Ah, well, that's dress code all the way. McElroy was eventually arrested for second-degree criminal trespassing stemming from his night at the club. Hmm. In a statement, Cordish said, An ethos of public service is a core foundation of his family's companies. It is a true honor for me to be appointed as an assistant to the president, <laughs> Cordish said. In a statement, The core foundation of the Cordish companies was built upon an ethos of public service and a commitment to transforming American cities across the country from being black. I'm sorry, no, sorry. Accepting yeah. this position is in keeping with those values, and I am proud to serve our country in this capacity. Now off to my squash game. Well, then he also asked where he can get his... Uh his KKK uniform dry cleaned and pressed at because he just got done beating up a do black man. Do you do sheets? <laughs> the Trump transition team called the allegations against Cordish baseless. 
Quote, the allegations of referenced against the company were determined to be baseless and dismissed by summary judgment with no finding of wrongdoing. A statement reads, In fact, Cordish has been recognized from leading civil rights groups as a model company for its inclusiveness. Mm. In its 100-year history, including welcoming over 50 million visitors per year to its developments and work, and with a workforce of over 10,000 employees, the company has a truly exemplary civil rights record without a single finding against the company or its principles. Except for all of these? Uh-huh. <laughs> Except for all of these other complaints that are coming in? It's like, well, if we keep them in court, they're not true. Yeah, we can just delay. We'll see what the judge uh, and the jury think about it. Yeah, so this guy is going to be helping Trump make decisions. Well, he, maybe he can help Trump decide whether he's going to try to keep black people out of any apartment complexes that he owns. Or the White House. that's been a thing in the past. It has. So I mean, we all know Daddy D wasn't very good. Daddy D? Daddy, Daddy, oh, T. Daddy T? Daddy Trump. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have any idea. Oh, when, when Donald Trump's father was arrested at a KKK rally. Oh. Oh. Big Papa. Big Papa, yeah. Big Papa T. <laughs> I, I went with the D at first because it rhymed with Daddy, and I thought, Yeah, Donald. I heard Daddy D, and I'm like. I was thinking D for Donald. I'm like, no, wait, I got to do T for Trump, so that's Daddy T. Uh-huh. Daddy Trump. That was come, a long road. It was a long road. When you travel with me, the road is long. Well, the problem is most of the road is in your head. It is. <laughs> you just give us point A and point B verbally, True. but not how to get there. I have that issue. And usually people look at me like, what the fuck what did he just say? I'm well, like, wait, let me rewind this, go back from the beginning, and I'll explain the trip I took to get there. <laughs> it, strap in. It's going to be a minute. Yeah. But it'll be fun. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. We're still going 60, but yeah. it's just a long way. You will love the right turn. <laughs> Back in the 1600s, Princess Elizabeth of Bohemia carried on a correspondence with Rene Descartes, who was trying to defend mind-body dualism. And Elizabeth demands, no, how could something immaterial like the soul affect something material like the brain or the body? Descartes was never able to answer that question, and these days, science has gone way beyond that. We know a lot more about what is happening. We can literally see memories being formed. We can see the chemical changes in neurons. So the soul is supposed to also have memories. How do the memories get from the neurons to the soul? We know that brains often have false memories in them. Do the, does the soul in the afterlife carry those false memories, or are they somehow corrected after death? The next rant will start right after this. Hey, everybody, this is X. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome. Oslo, 1967. <laughs> January 18th. <laughs> oh, this comes from Reuters. Or 38. It wasn't too good there either. From Reuters? From Reuters? Well, of course they wrote it. You're reading it. 
Yeah. Can't read them unless they wrote it. This is a bad pun. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Reuters. Uh, <laughs> who are those Reuters? <laughs> That's a great article. Who are those Reuters? <laughs> World temperatures hit a record high for the third year in a row in 2016, creeping closer to a ceiling set by the Paris climate change deal. Wait, 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 wait. How can they set a record three years in a row in, a row in one year? Yeah, Matt. That doesn't even math. <laughs> Fucking scientists think they're trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Where'd Boy, you, howdy, I tell you what. Where'd you get educated at? The Creation Museum? Only God How can do things like squeeze three years into one year. <laughs> yeah. Who are Matt. these Reuters? <laughs> <laughs> Dan's going to spit. Almost. I was close. <laughs> Uh, with ins- with extremes including unprecedented unprecedented heat in India, that's Trump, and ice melt in the Arctic. Scientists say in the Arctic, Arctic oh. Daddy D. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy D's got an Arctic. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. I apologize. Oh, How many cubits large is it? <laughs> I think it's one. I think one is good. The findings uh, providing new signs of the impact of greenhouse gases were issued two days before the inauguration of U.S. Mm -hmm. President-elect Donald Trump, who questions whether climate change has a human cause. Average global global surface temperatures in 2016 were 0. 0.83 degrees Celsius. You said global. (laughs) Right. I'm picturing like a... Oval that's glowing. Oh, a, glo- oh. a, a global. Jesus. <laughs> you were talking about Ryan going to. Yeah. You made a whole portmanteau hey, in your but head. That was, that was very short, right? Global. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to pack a bag or anything. It was just. It's true. No, it's it was, true. It was an oval yeah. that's glowing. It's it a global. Like, it was a quick round trip. <laughs> but we all like vacations more than day trips. <laughs> okay. The average global surface temperatures in 2016. <laughs> Were 0.83 degrees Celsius, or 1.5 Fahrenheit, above a long-term average of 14 degrees Celsius, uh, 57.2 Fahrenheit, from 1961 to 1990, according to the UN-affiliated World Meteorological Organization in Geneva. Uh, They're liars. A WMO? Mm-hmm. That sounds dangerous. It does. Temperatures lifted mainly by man-made greenhouse gases and partly by the natural El Nino weather event that released heat from the Pacific Ocean beat the previous record in 2015 when 200 nations agreed to plan to limit global global warming. I mean, that's a (laughs) global, the global global warming. (laughs) But that's that's a good thing, right? Because when you break a record, it's kind of like an achievement. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Unless you're like Dan and you break a record like wee 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 wee. That's not good. But that could be a that could be a Guinness Book of World Records. Stammer the word we. I mean, we praise Olympians for breaking records all the time. Uh huh. All the time. All the time. That peak had in turn eclipsed 2014. So if you're not following along, that's three. Consecutive years. We're time traveling. Quote, we don't expect record years every year, but the ongoing long-term warming trend is clear, says Gavin Schmid. 
director of NASA's Goddard Institute for Space Studies. Global temperature records date back to the 1880s. It was only the second run of three record-breaking years after 1939 to 41, uh, says Noah. Wait. Hey, he's been dead a long time. But he did live for 900 years, so he saw a lot of years. Mm -hmm. And he probably took temperatures. He's like, man, back when I was in my early hundreds, it wasn't nearly as warm. <laughs> yeah. And he he saw the most drastic weather changes of all. Mm-hmm. He probably did the temperature by how far his balls drooped. He put lines on his thigh. Can you imagine how low they'd be hanging after 900 years? Oh, my years? God. Especially without the support that you can get in today's modern clothing lines. Hey, who's yeah. wearing dresses? <laughs> but he he probably invented he underwear. He ripping on him after 900 like, years. He's got like a little cart with a wheel that he pushes him around on. <laughs> like, well, he, he, would, he would come back to this time and be like, why are you all wearing underwear? You ain't got balls on the he floor. He just kind of slings them up over his shoulder. <laughs> his nuts have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Temperatures this year are unlikely to set a new record after the fading of El Nino, scientists say. But heat-trapping gases from burning fossil fuels, especially from China and the United States, will keep building up in the atmosphere. Quote, unless we have a major volcanic eruption, I expect the record to be broken again within a few years, says Peter, says Pierce Forster, climate expert at the University of Leeds. Ash from big eruptions can dim sunlight, which would uh, affect the records. Yeah. Among last year's extreme weather events, wildfires in Alberta were the costliest natural disasters in Canada's history. Uh, while Falodi in Western India recorded a temperature of 51 degrees Celsius, which is 123.8 Fahrenheit. I was going to say, that's fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. Jesus 40 Christ. is hot. Yeah. On May 19, a national record. Wow. North America also had its warmest year on record. The Great Barrier Reef off Australia suffered severe damage from rising temperatures and sea ice in both the Arctic Ocean and around Antarctica is at record lows for mid-January. At a summit in Paris, 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 Ooh, Paris. <laughs> I really, <laughs> hoot, hoot, no. I'm a flock of parrots, yeah. hoot, hoot. <laughs> if I'm going to go to a summit, it's going to be with parrots. <laughs> for one thing, they tell the best jokes. Parrots, well, France. This is, this, is, this is in parrots. Parrots, France. Le car, le car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, at a summit in Paris in late 2015, governments agreed to plan to phase out fossil fuels this century and shift to renewable energy such as wind and solar power. They agreed to limit uh, warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times, which pursuing efforts for a 1.5 C limit Everyone following these numbers? No, it's kind of sea limits. It's fucking Celsius, um, man. I'm a, I know. I'm a Merkin. Use Merkin temperatures. Yeah. But here's or get the or get the fuck out. <laughs> here's the point. Trump, who has decided or has described climate change as a hoax, has threatened to cancel the Paris Agreement and shift to exploiting cheap domestic coal, oil, yeah. and gas. At a meeting in Marrakesh. Days after Trump's victory, however, almost 200 nations said it was an urgent duty to combat climate change. Trump's choice to lead the EPA, Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt, was quizzed by Democratic senators at a confirmation hearing on Wednesday about his fossil fuel industry tie, says, quote, the hottest year on record is such a clear warning siren that even President-elect Trump can't ignore. 
nope, that wasn't Scott Pruitt. That Sorry, that was Mark Maslin, professor of climatology at University College London. Yeah, I was going to say, was that really it was, Pruitt? It was ju- it's just saying that Scott Pruitt was quizzed. Uh, well, because he's fucking suing the EPA. Yeah. He's suing the agency he's going to yeah. be head, the yeah. head of. Yeah, we talked about that. How does that work with the, the lawsuit? Yeah, who knows? He's going to be deposing himself. He'll be settling the lawsuit with himself. So he's going to pay himself. Uh, I call me to the stand. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all right, huh? 126 fucking degrees? That's hot. That's hot, hot. Wait, in India? Yeah. I think it was 132, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. The 51 degrees Celsius or whatever the fuck it was. Have you guys ever driven through Death Valley? No. Yes. I drove through Death Valley like 20 years ago. On my way to Disneyland. Well, with global warming, it. Oh, you're right. 123.8. Yeah, I, I drove. I drove through Death Valley on my way to Disneyland, and we're in my car driving in the middle of the night. It's like three in the morning, mm-hmm. and it's totally fucking dark outside. And you got the AC on the whole time, and you think I'm gonna crack the window. It'll be <laughs> nice and cool because it's so dark, right? You crack the window and it's like the fucking heat furnace just yeah, blasting like in yep. through the window. Doesn't make a bit of difference. Oh my god, it was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd never been somewhere so hot like at that time of night. Phoenix was close. Phoenix yeah. in in the summer. Phoenix does that too a little bit. Oh. Iraq in the summer was pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I think the hottest days I was seeing was maybe, you know, in the one one teens. Um, you know, 15, 18, 19. Yeah, the last time I was in Phoenix, they were going through a particularly warm period. I think the coolest it got the whole time I was there for the three or four days that I was there was 103 overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ridiculous heat. Yeah, I remember doing a workout with my buddy one day when I was like 112 outside. We went to this workout, and I was like, all to, like, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking crashing this heat. I need some some water. And I was walking back towards my room, and I sharded. <laughs> True story. <laughs> just cause for the hell of it? No, just, so much sweat in your ass crack. Just for the hell it's of like, it. It's like, I'm, I'm bored of this walk. <laughs> I had like extreme. I'm soaking wet anyway. <laughs> extreme swamp ass, and I had a fart, so I just went, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, just, Mom. That was a mistake. Just blasted my shorts, and I'm like, well, I won't fart when it's 117 degrees out, because it's like it's the, the sweat just up in your ass crack, like lube. You could have used that as your shitting your pants story when Sarah was on the show. Which one did I use? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I've, got, I've got three memorable Multiple? shitting my pants. <laughs> I... Think I think the only time that I can think of that I shit my pants was when I was really little. But then the the latest one I think was I don't know, it was like eight, seven or eight, and we had been eating cherries and fruit all day, just bored in the yard on the weekend, picking fruit out of the out of the trees and everything. And I did the same. I sharded. Oh god! Yeah. Sitting on the fence, <laughs> sitting on like on top of the wooden <laughs> fence, separating our yards between. Our house and the bishop's house, and we're hanging out with the bishop's kids, just eating fucking fruit and vegetables out of their garden, like raw peas and shit, and cherries and peaches and apples. I mean, just all day long eating nothing but fruits and vegetables <laughs> the whole day, and we're we're all just kind of sitting on the fence talking. <laughs> it's not good. I trusted a fart way too much, and oh, yeah. then I was like, 
Uh, Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go inside now. <laughs> Time for me to go in the house. I've only sharted once what? while that, trusting a fart. Is that my though. mom calling me? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I had to pull that one. I can't remember if that was, was it the ultimate Frisbee story or the football story I told when Sarah asked it? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Because so I did that with ultimate Frisbee one time. Uh-huh. Where it wasn't a trust. It was, I like blocked someone's thing. Like I got up really high, I grabbed the Frisbee, and like I spiked it. When I went down to spike it, I went, ah, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had had a knee injury like the previous year. That'll make you shit your pants. No, so I faked it. <laughs> I faked like when I came down, I hurt my knee. Uh-huh. I'm like, ah! I'm like, ah, oh, I need to go grab my knee brace. <laughs> and some new pants. I'll be right. So I did. I ran home and I changed my shorts. And I think I came back without my knee brace. <laughs> but new shorts because I, sh- I shit. And nobody questioned you. <laughs> no, they kind of looked at me like. Why'd you change your shorts and not grab your knee brace? <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, after I changed out of my shitty pants, yeah, my was, knee was, felt fine. <laughs> I was good to go. Are you the Judean people's front? Fuck off. What? Judean people's front. Well, the people's front of Judea. Judean people's front. <laughs> Wankers. The only people we ate more than the Romans are the fucking Judean people's front. Yeah. Yeah. Split, 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 and the Judean popular people's front. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Split, 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 and the people's front of Judea. Yeah. Splitters. The people's front of Judea. Splitters. We're the people's front of Judea. Oh, I thought we were the popular front. People's front. Whatever happened to the popular front? <sighs> He's over there. Splitter! If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Do you want to know what's going on? I've been waiting. So what's going on is this is the first episode that we will be releasing to Patreon. Oh! I'm I'm debating when to put out your little clip oh. at the end of Michael Rupp being oh here in the studio. <laughs> that may that may uh. have to come as a little just like a little bonus thing. Like, hey, once we reach X number of Patreons, y'all get to hear Ryan make a fuck up. <laughs> make an ass of himself. Giggle at the end of that. And you know, we're we're just we're gonna play it up so that when people finally hear it, they'll be like that's not very funny. That's I it? I actually don't think I've heard that one. Oh, really? You I were here. No, I was not. Oh, no, he oh. wasn't. Jeff was here. Ah. Oh, yes, I have heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we played it for you. Fuck. <laughs> 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 How did I even hear that? Because <laughs> we played it several times to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, because we were just talking about it during or, one of or, the episodes. And, yeah. Uh, or and did I like, pick up on it from the outtakes on that show? Oh, maybe. Yeah, because you have some outtakes on that one where Jeff is just fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I know that I played it. At we the played end. it a couple times with all of us. Just, but I think here. that was Jeff sitting here on in on that one too. Oh. when I played it back. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I know. And so what, I you, know what you the, haven't I, you haven't even heard the full audio of it. Probably not. But I know what the words are. <laughs> 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 They're all good words. They're great words. Many words. Ryan has all, all the them best good. words. <laughs> we have so many 
cuts and outtakes and clips from shows uh, that haven't even made it uh, to any of our regular episodes. And so some of those folders will become available to patrons. Yeah. Uh, for to, your use to, to do with what you would like, apparently. <laughs> it's so a, it's a very would, dangerous patron Patreon gift. idea. I got uh, the perfect but, uh, clip from Ryan last no, week. No, I don't. I don't know <laughs> that one. We might have to take. I out. don't know if I like it because I don't even remember in what context I said that. There it is was, no context for that one. No, and that's the thing is everything we say is like there's no context to it, so it's it makes it funnier. But scary. It's just it's these little, scary. these little, little sound clips of us just during the shows or during breaks or whatever. That me in the editing process, <laughs> as I'm funny. going through, I'm like, that'd be hilarious just by itself. That like one or two second clip of one of us saying something that with absolutely no context at all is fucking hilarious or shameful. One of the two. But yeah. yeah, I I think that they are very fun, and the people will like them very much. Mm-hmm. They better like them. Yeah, I'm sure they will. But this so, will be this will be the first one that we yeah. actually. So I I set up the Patreon. It's out there. It's ready to go. And I want to give a special shout out and thanks to Mr. Taylor Grin for being our very first Patreon patron. Yay! Thank you, Taylor. Longtime friend of the show and has been a guest on the show yeah. several times. And mm-hmm. he is our first and largest donor because he's, <laughs> well, the, first he's the first. And, yeah. But that's awesome. Thank you very yeah. much, Taylor. Thank you. We appreciate but, but that. But it was also lot. not an unsubstantial don- donation no, not either. At all. So. Yeah. 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 Appreciate that very much. Thank you. Don't um, worry, and I will get you that beer when you come out here. So this is the first of many that we'll be throwing out there. Uh, patrons... We'll get a a little bit longer episode, like every episode that we've been recording lately, I've been trimming to two hours. Yeah. So I won't be trimming out some of the things, and then I may include some bonus stuff on them as well, and a different levels for being a patron. You can get access to those folders that have very funny clips of us. If you like to <laughs> laugh at us more than get angry with us... Patron would be of a benefit because I say some really stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> they can, they can. I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> I know it's true. So there's there, yeah. I mean, so it's all these little clips. You, I mean, you listen to them individually or put them into your own little sound, whatever, and, and then send it, them back to us. Yeah, send them back. Yeah, that'd be funny. And then. Uh, there are also like I'll and then at another level I'll throw out all of the clips that I use as drops in between all of the segments as well. And then if you send them back to us, we'll play it and record our reaction to your clip. Yeah, like if you make a <laughs> a, a, a rap with us in it. <laughs> oh, they're going to be so good. Oh, it's going to be. I look forward to it so much. <laughs> yeah, little anxiety. But that should be fun. Yeah. Um, and then I plan on doing some other things that we'll be announcing as we go because I don't want to set any strict timetable for them now because then when I miss that timetable, then we've reduced people's Expec- excitement. Yeah. And you, want, you want to manage expectations, right? Mm-hmm. So for all of you out there, the show's fucking sucky. It's terrible. 
We want to. We want to uphold that expectation, and but that, still pay us money. That clip with Ryan is awful, and you—you're—it's not funny at all. Yeah, it's it's really taken way out of context. It really is, and it's hilarious. You you want to underpromise and overdeliver, and that's what we aim to do all the time. That's what I try to do with every girlfriend. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> But you've got it backward because you're dyslexic. Oh, I fuck up. <laughs> uh, I uh, up fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Remind me to play some shit backward for you guys. Oh, yes. yeah. It's funny. Let's, we should do that right now. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, well we can't because we're re- still recording. <laughs> yeah. But I want to do it now. But I want to do Palumpa now, Daddy. <laughs> and then we'll listen to, we, you got to hear the Yoda thing. Okay. All right. Well, we'll let you all go do other fabulous things with the rest of your time. Finish building your bunker. Thank you very much to everybody who has subscribed to us on YouTube and the Stitcher. If you can't support us financially, it would be awesome if you would go out and rate us wherever you happen to listen to the show. Rate the show. Subscribe to us. Like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. All of those things get us more exposure as well. So send send us an email about how much you hate us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we get those. I don't think we've ever gotten like hate mail, have we? Just not hate, but just mm-hmm. like, well, you got this wrong. It's like, well, yeah, correction mail. Yeah, we haven't had anyone be like, die, and I'm gonna rape you and all that. Yeah, nothing too caustic, but lots of exciting stuff coming up next week. We will have uh, Becca Sims. And Tamara in studio with us. And I will be absent. Ryan will not be here. He will be off doing fabulous film stuff. Things with cameras and sound and... No, for me, just cameras. Cameras. They got another guy paid to do sound. Yeah. Okay. And so it'll be me, Matt, Becca, and Tamara. They're coming on the show as guests to talk to us about the fabulous upcoming Atheists of Utah Gala that you should all attend if you're local. Mm Mm-hmm. Or even extended areas out there, Idaho, Wyoming. Yeah, I'll let you stay in my trunk. Places around. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) So until next week, you guys all be nice. Go and subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah. Be our patrons. Be our patrons. Be our patrons. (laughs) So this new awkward clothes thing is officially what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, until we come up with something more firm or solid or... (laughs) I'm making a making a fisty thing. He's making a fisty. You might, <laughs> you might want to get that at, right at Ryan. <laughs> Something <Yeah>. strong, <laughs> good, firm, <laughs> firm. <laughs> oh, all right. Telephone pole. There we go. Mm-hmm. Telephone um, pole. Everybody. Yeah. We all love you. All right. Until next time. Telephone pole. Come look, I'm over here. Look at Daddy's day. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. You like popsicles? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Trump says to Ivanka. Come Daddy see Daddy's day. She wasn't my daughter. Oh. I'd be all over those Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up. In the, I woke up. <laughs> we always wake up in the future. I woke up in the past once. It's just as miserable. <laughs> no, no. I guess he wants to do... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> now that we're recording, we can continue with the show. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, "Look at me. This is a picture of me when I was younger." It's like every picture of you is when you were younger. <laughs> yeah. Take your special gift. Run, 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 jump. Now breeze. Mm, that's good. Like that. Like that. <laughs>